You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Grab your peanuts and popcorn. Baseball is back. That's right, teams will be getting back out on the diamond this week. Last year's season sure was different, but that doesn't mean it lacked excitement and this year is poised to be even better. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you on the field with a free shot at a share of millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy baseball is easy to play. Just pick 10 players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for hits, runs, strikeouts, and more. There's no better way to put your baseball knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars throughout the week. But if baseball isn't for you, don't worry. DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy golf action for this week's tournament, UFC, as well as hockey, basketball, and all other sports. With millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs this week, there's no better place to play or to have skin in the game than with the best sports daily fantasy app in DraftKings. Download DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to get a free shot at a share of millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. That's promo code THPN to get a free shot at a share of millions of dollars with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. It is a brand new month, Thursday, April 1st. Uh, those of you that are into baseball, and I'm sure a lot of you are, uh, Alex and I certainly are, Jimmy as well, uh, happy opening day uh, a Major League Baseball season. Whichever, uh, to any of you betting baseball, good luck. Uh, for those of you that have your favorite team in MLB, uh, all the best to them. Uh, but it is a hockey show. As much as we're excited about baseball, uh, it is about hockey when it comes to the ice guys. And it is Thursday, April 1st. Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and Jimmy Murphy alongside uh, on this Thursday, ready to break down uh, the card. Uh, let's get right down to it because we've got a pretty good card tonight with uh, nine games uh, on the slate. We'll start with the Detroit Red Wings and the Florida Panthers. We have Florida minus 240, home favorites, five and a half the total, uh, shaded to the over. Uh, Florida Panthers, uh, I like them in the uh, spot against Detroit a couple nights ago. I figured they'd rally the troops a little bit. Very, very disheartening, obviously, to see an injury to the likes of what Aaron Ekblad suffered. But I figured they would rally a bit around that, and they sure did against Detroit, uh, beating the uh, Red Wings uh, the other night with a, a nice victory. Uh, tonight, we'll see if they can take care of business again. I worry a little about the Panthers in this spot, just a bit. I mean, they already beat Detroit pretty handily, 
This could be a little bit of a flat spot this time around, and the injury bug does, doesn't seem to be going away here for the Florida Panthers. We know Aaron Ekblad out for the season, but up front, Anthony Duclair, Alexander Barkov, Patrick Hornquist, uh, three top six forwards right there for the Florida Panthers, all out of the lineup. Uh, it's not a game I have a huge opinion on tonight, this Red Wings-Panthers game. It's a pass all around. I got my uh, Florida ticket cashed the other night against Detroit in a spot where I figured they'd take the Red Wings seriously. But now after beating them so much and still a little bit shorthanded, I'm not sure I'm ready to get back on the uh, bus here, or on the train, I should say, uh, with the Florida Panthers. So for me, it's a pass on this game. Uh, Alex, did you get involved here with Detroit, Florida? No, I didn't. And I'm looking now and I'm seeing that Jonathan Bernier is out indefinitely as well. No Bobby Ryan for this game. So Detroit's having some injury issues as well. I would lean with Florida team total over just because uh, it's going to be Thomas Grice in that or, or uh, you know, Calvin Pickard. Either one of those guys are, are liable to give up three, four goals at a, at a given time. But uh, other than that, it's, it's a clear pass for me. Like I said, Florida's in, in bad shape overall. Uh, of course, Detroit's been in, in, in awful shape all season. Uh, I don't know if they haven't will have enough. Bobby Ryan has been a, a you know a, a great story all year long. Yeah. Uh, he kind of cooled off from where he was at the beginning of the, of the season, but uh, just seeing him you know play very well, you know, and, and kind of be the one uh, bright star on that that kind of dim team. Uh, you know, it sucks to see him you know be possibly be out for a while. So this is a pass for me. To All right, Jimmy, what do you think here with the uh, Detroit Red Wings and Florida Panthers? Well, just so you guys know, I mean, it, it was supposed to be opening day here in Boston. There should be a Red Sox game going on right now, but I'm still celebrating. So I'll get to do it twice. It, it's a tradition. I got my Fenway Franks. I got my I got my, uh, my drinks ready. I got my uh, fries. It's all set. So I will celebrate once I'm off here. Uh, guys, I'll, I'll tell you, um, I can see what you're saying about Florida right now, but I I got a weird feeling that this rallying around the injuries is going to get even better as they go on here. I like this team's uh, composure that they've shown here amidst this rash of injuries right now. I'm not ready to, uh, to lay that value on them for a game, but what I'll do is I'll take a three-way on the Florida Panthers in the first period, and I'm looking at a plus 105 there. So that would be my bet for this game tonight. All right, that's an interesting approach. Yeah, Florida, uh, first period. Uh, to lay, uh, lay in the half goal, uh, plus 105 uh, in the first period. Basically, that if they get out of the first period with the lead, uh, you cash your ticket. Uh, that's what you're looking at there with the uh, Florida Panthers first period puck line. Uh, Washington Capitals, New York Islanders. Islanders minus 115 to minus 120 home favorites. Five and a half the total shaded to the under. Islanders starting to scuffle a little bit. You know, they, they, they haven't played great. They got uh, beaten twice uh, by the Pittsburgh Penguins. All of a sudden, their penalty kill struggling a little bit. Special teams has not been as sharp. Uh, they haven't been able to score goals quite as much lately. The Anders Lee injury is big. They survived it, you know, I think for the first, you know, couple of uh, games. Uh, but they're starting to tread backward a little bit, you know, this Islanders team. Uh, that concerns me a little bit. Uh, Washington losing to the Rangers the other night uh, by a score of 5-2. to two. Uh, Peter Laviolette not happy with this. He hasn't had much reason to complain. I mean, Washington, what are they, 14-3 and three still uh, in their last uh, 17 games? But he wasn't very happy with their performance the other night against the Rangers. Today. We got to cute with the puck. We tried to make too many pretty plays, to, turned it over too much, weren't really responsible or good in our own zone. Uh, so Washington probably looking to make amends for that here. I don't often consider backing or going against the Islanders, but 
I'm starting to struggle a little bit. I like the situation here for Washington off a subpar game. Slight underdog price with the Capitals. Uh, I'm on Washington here, plus 105, plus 110, uh, against suddenly a little bit of a slumping Islanders team at this point. Uh, Al, what do you think here, Washington and the New York Islanders? Yeah, this is you know going to be a good game, and I would lean with Washington. Like I said, you, it's rare that we get them at a, at a, a plus price. Uh, and like I said, this is an Islanders team that has kind of slumped off a little bit. Uh, but Washington's numbers are good against the Islanders. They've won four of the last five meetings. Uh, they're ten and two their last twelve overall. Uh, this is definitely uh, you know one of those rare spots late in the year where you know to try and get Washington at, at a decent price, uh, it's worth taking a shot on. So I'm going to go with Washington on money line as well. All right, like in the Washington Capitals as well. Jimmy, what do you think, Capitals, Islanders? I'm always good for one a week. Uh, <laughs> I'm right with you guys. Make it unanimous. Uh, the Capitals on the money line here. And, yeah, the, the Islanders, you're right, Ian. A uh, little funk they're in right now. And, you know, you wonder if maybe the absence of Andrews Lee, their captain, both on the ice and as a leader in that dressing room, is starting to have an effect on them. I think they kind of – they were rolling when it happened, and they kind of rode that momentum, but they've come back down to earth, and it's interesting to watch going forward how they'll respond to this. Yeah, it definitely is, no question. They're in a little bit of a funk right now. Uh, Capitals, I think Capitals will always be excited to play the Islanders. Of course, Islanders knocked them out from the uh, bubble last year uh, in the playoffs. So uh, Washington, to me, this, I haven't bet Washington a ton during this streak, but uh, I like this price. Like I say, you don't get this kind of price tag with the Capitals very often. Looking like we're going to see Il and Ilya Samsonov, who's in net tonight for the Capitals. He's been pretty good. I think it was Vanacek the other night against the Rangers, and he struggled. Uh, they go back to Samsonov, who's been really good his last few starts. So I think backing him in Washington, uh, the right side here uh, in this one tonight. Uh, next game, we've got the New York Rangers and the Buffalo Sabres. New York Rangers minus uh, 260 to minus 270. Uh, road favorites, total six, uh, shaded to the under. Uh, you got to wonder if maybe there were some Labatt Blues being uh, uh, consumed in the uh, dressing room last night uh, after the Buffalo Sabres uh, snapped the uh, hideous, embarrassing uh, you know, degrading, whatever term you want to use, 18-game uh, losing streak. Uh, congratulations to them for doing it. It's about damn time. Uh, and they played well. They earned it 6-1. to one. They finished the game. They got the lead this time around, and they held it. Uh, and, in fact, they increased the lead and took advantage of, again, a shoddy defensive effort from the Flyers. Brian Elliott wasn't sharp. And then Alex Lyon uh, having to basically finish the game in net for Philadelphia. Great performances from Sam. Sam Reinhart's the one guy that I think from an effort standpoint, he's brought it most nights, even during this awful skid. Brandon Montour was excellent uh, in both games against Philly. He was one of the guys that was vocal after the collapse against Philadelphia. That, hey, we got to be better than this. You got to finish the, finish the deal when you have a lead like that. He was outstanding last night. So give the Sabres credit. Long overdue. They finally get a win. Can they carry it over? I don't know. This is still a team that's played pretty rough hockey. Uh, for the better part of the last two months, you worry about, you know, now that they get that win, is that all of a sudden going to spark them or is it just they get the win and now uh, you maybe have a little bit of a hangover tonight? I think it could be the latter. And I'm sure as hell not stepping in front of the Rangers. They're playing good hockey, cashed with the Rangers the other night. Uh, since they got Artemi Panarin back, their offense is rolling. And it's not just Panarin, it's Kreider, it's Buchnevich, Mika Zabanajad, of course, has been ridiculous. Colin Blackwell, some of their depth forwards are chipping in. For the Rangers, Igor Shosturkin now, who has, I think, played some of his best hockey of the season in recent starts for the Rangers as well, uh, is playing well. And the Sabres on this back-to-back, -back, no Linus Allmark, who's played pretty decently for them since he came back from injury. It'll be Dustin Tokarski 
or Dustin, as uh, Don Cherry calls him, Koharski, uh, in net for the uh, Buffalo Sabres here uh, tonight in this game. Getting, a mi getting him mixed up with the old referee, Don Koharski, from back in the day. Uh, always good for a chuckle that. But, uh, yeah, Tokarski was kind of rough in his two starts against Pittsburgh. You know, Alex and I saw Dustin Tokarski a lot on the betcast we did at Sabres-Penguins team, and he didn't really play all that great Tokarski. So I think the Rangers – I'm on two bets with the Rangers here. I'm on the puck line. With the Rangers, I think this is a little bit of a hangover spot for the Sabres, and I like the team total as well for the Rangers uh, over the three and a half. Uh, I think those are two good plays. I think Buffalo going to struggle to keep the puck out of their own net against a Rangers team that has got their offense rolling on all cylinders at the moment. Uh, Alex, what's your thoughts here, Rangers and Sabres? Yeah, I kind of teased it yesterday when uh, after seeing all the photos from uh, the Sabres winning, they showed, you know, uh, Olmark celebrating. And I said, well, I'm definitely fading this team tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, I, I jumped all over the, the team total. I got it right when it opened at uh, over three and a half minus a dollar five. It's not ballooned up. Uh, the cheapest you can find is a dollar twenty-five. Some spots a dollar thirty, a dollar thirty-five. So shop around, but I still like that team total over. Uh, he said with Tokarski and that now. Uh, and, and the fact that Buffalo, you know, back to back off of, a, it, you know, we talk about how teams when they're on hot win streaks and they lose, they tend to lose that next game after snapping the streak. That's not always the case with uh, with these losing streaks. When they lose and they win one, there's a good chance they're going to go right back to losing, especially in a back to back spot here. So uh, no way I can touch anything Buffalo related. I'm just only going to look at the Rangers team total over. All right, Rangers team total over here, three and a half for Alex B. Smith as they take on the Sabres uh, in this one. Uh, Jimmy, what's your thoughts here, Rangers-Sabres? I, I don't like this game, guys, to be honest, so I'm going to pass on this. I just it's kind of a dangerous game to me. I've kind of been trying to stay away from the Sabres lately because you felt like it was coming. They were finally going to break it. Even, you know, that game they blew before that they should have won, uh, they, they showed a lot of good signs. and. I, like Alex just said, usually it's going to happen where a team goes on a little streak now, but you never know with the Sabres either. So I'm just going to back off of this game, guys. And I'll tell you right now, I'll be interested in the next few days to see if we're talking about the same Sabres team because I all day my phone has been buzzing about names on the Sabres getting traded really soon. There you go. Well, that's not a surprise. We've already seen Eric Stahl, of course, uh, yeah. jettisoned out of Buffalo. And I think there's going to be more dominoes to fall uh, in the days and the weeks to come. With this and by the way, when I woke up today, I saw the score from the game last night. I went to bed quite early last night. I was exhausted. And I saw that. Say, I thought it was an April Fool's joke. I really did. But they won. <laughs> I'm looking at an it. April. I'm like, really? <laughs> nope. No joke. No, the, absolutely. Reality, yeah, you're living in the twilight zone. You probably think when you see a score like that, yeah. six one, Buffalo beat anybody, six to one, right? Uh, they, but they did uh, give yeah. them credit for that. Yeah, a six to one win, and they played great in the two games against Philly. Um, they're going to need to against the Rangers because the Rangers, I think, are better form right now than the uh, Flyers. Uh, we'll see if the Sabers can withstand prosperity. Uh, which right now for them is one win in their last uh, 19 games. We'll see if uh, they can uh, keep it going tonight. Uh, next up, we've got Columbus and Tampa Bay. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning minus 280 home favorites, five and a half the total, shaded to the under in this game. Uh, Tampa Bay all of a sudden in a little bit of a slide uh, the last few games. And how about the stunning three to one win for the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, the other night against the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning? Uh, offensively shut down uh, by Elvis Merzlikens in that game. Uh, and the Jackets just do enough offensively against Curtis McElhaney to get the win. Uh, the defense has kind of dropped off for the Lightning uh, in recent games as well. Uh, that's something that's a little bit concerning uh, for the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning going into this game. 
do like this spot here for Tampa. And I've got another parlay going tonight. Like I think I'm one and one. I won the uh, parlay on uh, Wednesday, on Monday night, and I lost the parlay Tuesday night. But I have another two team parlay, and uh, Tampa Bay is one of those teams tonight uh, against Columbus. And I also have a small bet on them first period puck line minus a half goal plus one fifteen. I think that's a pretty solid uh, situation and spot for Tampa Bay coming out strong after losing to Columbus at home the other night. And it's not like Columbus has been able to string any kind of consistency or win streak together uh, as of late. So I like Tampa Bay puck line minus a half goal plus 115 first period. And I've also got Tampa Bay as one half of the two team parlay going tonight in the NHL. Alex, what's your take here? Columbus. Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm going to tell you on that with that uh, Tampa Bay first period puck line. That's the only thing I think that's uh, worth of value here. And, and like I said, with the Tampa Bay team losing three in a row, I mean, you have to go back a ways to, you know, remember when they've lost three games in a row. But uh, this is going to be a, a good spot for them. And obviously the books and, and betters are, are jumping all over, you know, betting them in, the, in this spot. Uh, looking for them to bounce back. And it's the Columbus team. And okay, they got the win, but they were struggling mightily beforehand. So uh, I can definitely see this being where, you know, Tampa Bay really, you know, gears up and pours it on, maybe even a lean with a team total uh, for, for Tampa Bay as well. But I'm definitely going to be on that first period puck line. All right, Tampa Bay puck line, first period, minus a half, plus 115. Jimmy, what do you like here, Columbus, Tampa? Yeah, guys, I'll, I'll jump on that as well. I mean, you got to think they're coming out fired up uh, and they're not going to lose. So we said, I mean, they they have been a little off lately, but you, you know that John Cooper's not going to let them slide that much and you know he's going to try and correct those things in practice and, and really get to them showing them some video so i would think that they're going to come out ready from the hop so i'll jump on that as well that does bother me the injuries on the blue line but i still think you'll get a better effort tonight from this uh tampa bay lightning team uh we're looking at yeah ryan mcdonough eric chernak uh, jan ruda uh, all kinds uh three defensemen that look like they're out right now for the uh, lightning so that's concerning no question but i think you'll get a good effort from them focus uh, not wanting to, uh, or wanting, I should say, to bounce back from the loss the other night to Columbus. So first period puck line and also like in the uh, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and uh, two-team parlay uh, tonight as well. Pittsburgh-Boston, interesting game. Boston minus 120 to minus 125. Home favorites, five and a half. The total shaded to the under. Now Pittsburgh's playing some excellent hockey. They are rolling right now. However, you've got to look beyond the fact as well, a lot of the damage has been done at home. This team's actually still got a losing road record, the Pittsburgh Penguins. So that does concern me a little bit, but it's still very difficult for me to resist this price tag with the Penguins right now, with the kind of hockey they're playing uh, at this point in time. Uh, you know, even without Malkin uh, in the lineup and with a couple injuries up front to Bluger and Kapanen, they've kept on pushing forward, you know, scoring enough, playing good defensively. The goaltending's been solid from both Tristan Jari and Casey to Smith. It'll be to Smith. Uh, in net tonight for the Penguins. Uh, so that's a good, uh, and he's been actually pretty solid lately. He led the uh, Penguins to a win against the Islanders the other night. Um, and, all, you know, they're getting enough offensive contributions and they're playing solid enough defense that they're giving themselves a chance to win every night. And they're finally healthy on the blue line. Dumoulin, Latang, Matheson, CeCe, Pedersen, John Marino. You know, they played all a solid uh, six-pack of uh, blue liners right now for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, the way they're playing. Uh, Boston, look, it's they're still not winning games easily. You know, they did beat New Jersey, rallied, uh, got a 5-4 to four win in a shootout the other night against the Devils. But, boy, not an easy victory. They're not winning games easily right now. 
Uh, Jimmy will uh, mention this in a second or two, uh, but uh, the, the Boston Bruce Cassidy has been sort of looking for his bigger name players to step up, be better uh, in these games. Uh, and he wants more from Bosternock in particular, you know, saying that he's got, he's on the outside too much, looking, just relying on his good release and his good shot and not really working to the slot, working in front of the net as much to score goals. So, you know, Boston is still a team that it's tricky to trust them one game to the next. You know, they, they were this close to going 0-2 uh, against the New Jersey Devils in back-to-back games. So I know Pittsburgh has not been the same on the road. Like most of their uh, victories have been at home. They've been a mediocre uh, at best road team. That does worry me a little bit. Um, but I'm going to get back on Pittsburgh here at plus 110. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a team that's playing well. I just hope it can translate uh, to the road. And again, Bruins bounced, uh, got going offensively and broke out a little bit last game against New Jersey. But we haven't seen that consistently from one game to the next. And the Bruins are going to have to show that to me uh, before backing them. And again, Pittsburgh just in outstanding form right now uh, with their play. Uh, uh, Alex, we'll start with you here. What do you think between uh, Pittsburgh and Boston? Yeah, it's just a lean with Pittsburgh here. And, and, you know, like I said, I like the form that they're playing in. But the fact that, like you mentioned, they haven't been as good of a team on the road. And this has been a home-dominated series. Uh, Boston has won 10 straight against uh, the Penguins at, at home, and the home team has won 15 of the last 16 meetings between these two clubs. So, uh, you know, that, that's a strong lean, and, and Dan Vladar's looked good uh, in his first two starts, uh, in that he's going to be getting the start here tonight for, for Boston. So it's just a slight lean with Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, this is a game I could see probably being a little bit low scoring. Last four games have gone under the total, so it'd be a lean with the under five and a half as well. But there's, there's other spots I like more on this card. All right, so just leans a little bit there to the under for uh, Alex in this one. And, yeah, Dan Vladar in net, that's a uh, big news because Yarrow Halak had the last few starts, and we're pretty much seeing that he's kind of fighting it right now, not playing very well. And uh, the young kid, Dan Vladar, when he has been in net, beat Pittsburgh, beat Buffalo, you know, in his last couple starts uh, in net for the Bruins. And he's played reasonably well. So uh, back in net tonight for Boston, we'll see how he does against, I'll be honest, though, uh, a Pittsburgh team that definitely uh, playing well at the moment. Jimmy, what do you think? Penguins and Bruins. What I think, guys, is that you referenced it there, Ian, and good on you uh, that Bruce Cassidy has been kind of really calling out a lot of guys. I don't know who's left really on the roster to call out. Uh, I think maybe Brad Marchand is the one, the one guy he hasn't been able to get to, um, or the goalies he's been easy on. But yeah, I think that, you know, with that right now and the way this team has responded in the past, they finally got a monkey off their back. They're beating the Devils the other day. I think that was a relief. And I also think the fact that they they know they didn't play their best in that game, and that was brought to attention by their coach both after the game and the day after. They were really sloppy and really didn't deserve that, that game, to be honest. They know that. And when I've seen this team covering them for a while now and just the leadership core they have, they recognize those mistakes right away, especially when the coach is going to say it publicly. So I got two bets for this. Uh, we're bringing out Jimmy Puck line in this. I like the Bruins minus one and a half. And then I'm going to go with a goal prop here, guys, because one guy that got called out, and anytime he has been before, he's responded big time, is David Pasternak, and he is due. So give me David Pasternak, hat trick, folks. And I'm looking at a plus 2,400 right now. If wow. There you go. Uh, that is that's a great price. I'll, I I think I I wouldn't surprise me. Five bucks to win one twenty five. I'll take it. Yeah, and you're right. Uh, he's had chances. You know he has. It's not like he's done absolutely zip during this little rough patch he's had. 
you know, he has had opportunities uh, to put the puck in the net. Hasn't gone in for him quite as much. Yeah. You're looking at, I'm even seeing some books with plus 4,000, you know, 40 to one for him to score a hat trick. So uh, you are talking about a really good price. No question about that. Uh, if you like David Posternock hat trick. So a breakout night uh, for the for David Posternock here for the Bruins says uh, Jimmy Murphy, uh, taking a small flyer there. All right. We've got the uh, Montreal Canadians and the Ottawa Senators. Uh, Montreal minus 190 uh, road favorites. The total six uh, shaded to the over uh, in this game. Montreal, uh, they were off for a week. Uh, and then all of a sudden they pounced on the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, four nothing shutout victory. Really good game from the uh, Canadians. Jumped on the Oilers early. Didn't look back. Carey Price solid in net. Uh, I think the week off actually helped them. They were rested. They were fresh. Uh, and they came out of that gate uh, strong the other night against the uh, Oilers. We'll see if they can keep it rolling here uh, against the Ottawa Senators. Uh, I'm not involved in this game. I, I respect the way Ottawa competes enough. Like Ottawa seems to find themselves in every game. Uh, they don't lose games very easily. You know, they battled even the Leafs uh, recently in a game that went to overtime. So this is an Ottawa team, even with everything they've dealt with. You know, we're talking about, you know, Joey Decord on IR. They've had to go to Philip Gustafson. They've had Murray and Forsberg banged up. Uh, but the good news for the Senators is they're getting uh, healthier goaltending. Uh, it'll be Jake Allen for the uh, Canadians, by the way, in net tonight. And they're going to roll with the kid, uh, Philip Gustafson, uh, in net. And I'll be honest, he's been really, really good. S small sample size, notwithstanding. Philip Gustafson's been very good in net for the Senators. So we'll see if he can keep that going here tonight against Montreal. I lean Montreal probably in regulation, but not going to bet it. It's just a lean for me with the Habs uh, in regulation. Uh, maybe this game can stay under the total as well. A uh, total of six. Allen's been pretty solid all year. Gustafson's been really good. So maybe you get a lower scoring game. Uh, Alex, what do you think here of Montreal, Ottawa? Yeah, I'm going to stay away from this because like I said, Gustafson has been playing well for Ottawa, but uh, you know, he could be due to have that, you know, kind of a clunker night. Uh, and this could be a, a Montreal team that would be, you know, hungry and ready to, to you know, put up some goals and numbers. And, and like I said, Jake Allen's been playing very well too. So, uh, you know, lean with Montreal regulation, but he says not now the best price. Uh, and like I said, uh, you know, all the things I like on this board. So I'm going to pass on this one. And let's not forget, Ottawa has caused Montreal tons of fits uh, this season. They have played Montreal tough uh, all season long. Uh, and that's something to keep in the back of your mind as well here. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think with the Canadians and the Senators? I'm actually going to go with that Habs in regulation bet there. I, I like the Habs right now. I got a feeling they're going to go on a little roll and then crash back to earth when their bodies uh, realize how many games they're playing and how, how many little days, uh, which is coming up soon. So ride them while you can, I think, for the next uh, two to three, maybe four games because they, they've got some juice in them right now. And they got They want to gain green ground in the standings there, and they know they can't lose to Ottawa again. That would just be a bone crusher for them. So uh, give me the Habs and regulation. All right, Habs and regulation for uh, Jimmy Murphy. We go on to Carolina, Chicago. Carolina minus 160 uh, road favorites. Uh, the total five and a half shaded to the over in this game. Uh, Kevin Lankinen was the story, no question about it. Uh, the other night against uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, he was magnificent. Carolina had the huge edge in high danger chances, expected goals margin in that game, shots on goal, you name it. They carried the play. They just couldn't find a way to bury their chances when they had them. It'll be obviously Kevin Lankin and back in net. You knew Chicago would put him back in after a marvelous performance the other night. Will Carolina bounce back here in this one? Uh, they had Nadelkovich in the other night. They have not confirmed their goalie tonight. 
Uh, but James Reimer is currently the projected goalie. So that might cause me to pump the brakes maybe on backing Carolina in regulation one more time here. I lean that way. Uh, they have Vincent Trocek back, which is going to help. He's slotting on that second line with Andrei Svechnikov and Jesper Faust. Martin, Marty Netchash has played well on that top line with Ajo and Niederreiter uh, in recent games for the Hurricanes. I lean to Carolina in regulation, but uh, James Reimer, if he's in net, I may pump the brakes on that one. We'll see who's in net for Carolina tonight. But I think, in theory, they should bounce back and play much better. Alex, uh, what do you think here at Carolina-Chicago? Yeah, like you said, Kevin Lankin, I absolutely stole that game uh for the hawks uh you know that 2-1 victory i mean you look at the numbers for carolina they doubled up uh the hawks in shots 32 to 16 uh shot oh, total shot chances 62 to 32 in favor of carolina high danger chances were in double digits uh you know you give this carolina team that many chances again tonight uh things could get ugly even if it is lincoln and uh once again in net you know he can't stop them all and, and we've seen him have a couple of flat spot games uh, playing, you know, in this back-to-back or, you know, third game, fourth fourth game in a row spots. So I'm going to look at Carolina team total here. You can actually get three and a half uh, over at plus 110. I think that's a great price here. Uh, this Hawks defense has given up a lot of shot chances. And like I said, you know, they're bound to find their way into the back of the net uh, eventually tonight. So uh, it's going to be tough for the Hawks to get another win here. I, I think Carolina more than likely end up winning this game, but I like their team total over tonight. All right, Carolina team total over three and a half for Alex P. Smith. Yeah, the way I stand on this game, Reimer, I probably go full game over five and a half. If it's Nadelkovich, I probably go Carolina in regulation instead. So that's the way I'm looking at it in terms of it'll probably be dependent on who's in net confirmed for the uh, Hurricanes tonight. Jimmy, uh, what's your take here, Carolina, Chicago? My take is I'm going to do another three-way first period uh, and take the Carolina Hurricanes. I'm looking at plus 135 right here in most lines. So. Uh, I think they come off firing, but you never know with Chicago. They could get back into it. So let me just say the first period is where uh, the Hurricanes take it to them. To Carolina first period puck line. And uh, those are good bets. I mean, I'm finding I'm playing a few. I'm betting a few more of those than I have at any time uh, in years past. Uh, Jimmy liking that first period for Carolina on the puck line, which is minus a half plus 155 that is the price you can get with that. So really solid price, Carolina first period puck line Dallas and Nashville, the red hot predators who are all of a sudden playing such solid hockey that we're all of a sudden wondering if they're going to be sellers anymore at the trade deadline, Dallas minus 120 road favorites, total five here shaded to the over uh, in this game. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay off this game entirely. I mean, I took a chance with Dallas the other night. <clears throat> they had a chance to win it. They led multiple times. Nashville ends up rallying and winning that game in overtime, give them credit for coming back. And that's what you're getting from Nashville. It's been a good team effort. They finally got, you know, Yossi uh, and Ekholm uh, back on the blue line. Eli Tolvanen has been a huge, huge energy boost, difference maker, spark plug for Nashville. They're giving him top line duty because he's earned it for this Predators team. He scored the game winner uh, in overtime the other night. They've got some good vibes right now, uh, and I'm not going to go against it again. Uh, here tonight in this game. It would be Nashville or pass for me. Uh, we don't know the goalies. I would think it'll be UC Soros. He's on a roll right now for the Predators. I see no reason not to just keep on coming back to him uh, in net. He's playing his best hockey of the season. It looks like it'll be Anton Hudobin again uh, for the Dallas Stars tonight. Should be a good game. Should be a close game. Uh, but right now, I think Nashville, they're finding ways to win and the win streak continues. I'm not anxious to go against them right now. And again, the Stars, 
getting chances, getting shots, but the offense is just not clicking and finishing enough of their chances and continues to haunt this uh, Dallas Stars team. Uh, Alex, uh, your thoughts here, Dallas and Nashville. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. Somebody just mentioned in the chat, I'm, I like this game to go into overtime uh, most likely. Uh, this is a Stars team. Like you said, they're finally getting some chances, but you know, the, you know, puck luck hasn't gone their way for the, the most part of the year where Nashville has been just getting very fortunate uh, in a lot of those games. And, you know, that win they had, the second win they had against Chicago, where they, you know, gave up two quick goals from the Brinket right away, and they were able to just rally right back and get that third goal to end up winning. And, uh, you know, it was a 3-2 game the last battle against uh, Dallas as well. So they're hanging on by a thread. I can see where this might be a, another tough battle, one-goal battle. Uh, so I, I like this one to go in OT. I'll go with the regulation draw. All right, regulation draw at a very uh, solid price there in the plus 300 range uh, for Alex with the Dallas-Nashville draw uh, in this game. Uh, Jimmy, uh, what do you like here, Dallas and Nashville? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to jump on that uh, draw as well. Uh, I think you're right. Alex makes a good point. Dallas is starting starting to find their way, just not quite there yet. Uh, they better get there soon, though. But uh, they know that, and I think they're going to come out at least, you know, they're going to get a point in this at least with the way they've been playing. So I like that draw as well. And I'd also lean towards the under. I'm not going to do it, but I would kind of lean towards the under in this. I mean, Soros is not a goalie. I'm betting over right now. He's uh, locked in. He's uh, seeing the puck well. I mean, he's keeping most of the uh, most of the games. He's allowing two goals or less. I mean, it has been just very consistent in terms of how good he's been uh, keeping the puck out of the own, uh, out of the out of the net. You see in the puck well, uh, and that has continued for a very long time. So, yeah, totals of five. There's some uh, debate in the chat. How have totals of five performed? Majority have gone over uh, actually this season. The totals of five, but I just don't love it in this game. You've got two teams that are more reliant on defensive hockey. Dallas hasn't been uh, good offensively, especially of late. Nashville has been a little bit better, but their goaltending is just so good right now with uh, Soros. Uh, I know the total is five, but I, I still don't think I fully want to get involved with an over here uh, in this game. All right, final game on this Thursday card. It's Minnesota-Vegas back-to-back for both of these teams. Uh, both of these teams off losses last night. Uh, Vegas minus 150. Uh, home favorites, total five and a half, shaded to the under. Both of these teams not only back-to-back and off losses, but off losses as favorites uh, last night, the Wild uh, and the Golden Knights. Uh, Wild uh, on the road now, back-to-back uh, -back games, another loss to San Jose uh, last night. You know, there were some people saying that Minnesota's offense was uh, overachieving and there was some regression because they said their shooting percentages were off the charts. Uh, maybe we're starting to see that because you, we are starting to see the offense uh, for this uh, team cool off. Uh, just a little bit uh, in the last uh, several games. And now they're walking into a tough spot here. They're playing Vegas, who's not going to be in a good mood. Uh, they lost to the Los Angeles Kings last night as massive, what, minus 210 favorites, uh, and they end up losing that game. Killing a lot of parlays last night, I'm sure, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, hopefully they don't kill mine tonight because uh, the Vegas Golden Knights are the second team on my uh, two-team parlay that I mentioned earlier with Tampa Bay. So it's a Lightning Golden Knights parlay for me tonight. Uh, two-team parlay uh, at a pretty solid price. Let me see right now if I get the uh, updated numbers here with that. Uh, let me just clear the screen here. But, yeah, I think uh, they end up uh, getting uh, the win here uh, tonight, the uh, Vegas Golden Knights bounce-back situation. I can't even remember, you know, the last time that the uh, – Vegas Golden Knights lost two straight home games. So, yeah, Tampa Bay, Vegas, uh, money line uh, parlay here. Uh, actually, that's first period. Hold on. Uh, we'll get that in just a second. But anyway, I like Tampa Bay, Vegas in the uh, parlay tonight. 
uh, in this one. Uh, the parlay is about plus 125, plus 130 uh, is the price for that. So uh, I like Vegas to bounce back here. Again, Minnesota in a little bit of a funk right now, a little bit of a slump, especially at the offensive end of the ice. And you know Vegas is going to focus on being a little bit better uh, defensively. Remember, they got Petrangelo back last night from injury, and Petrangelo's working his way back. Uh, now the second game under his belt now tonight, he should be sharper, and I think the blue line will be better and, and certainly more focused on shutting things down after they were uncharacteristically you know, a little bit shaky last night defensively against L.A. So uh, for me, it's a Tampa-Vegas money line parlay. I, I, I don't know if I'd lean to – if you if you don't have Vegas in a parlay, I'd lean to Vegas in regulation, but uh, I prefer the safer route, just putting them you know, in that parlay with Tampa Bay. Uh, Alex, what's your thoughts here Minnesota-Vegas? I like this first period over, shockingly enough. And like you mentioned, you know, Vegas was a bit uncharacteristic as far as, uh, you know, giving up, uh, you know, four goals to an L.A. team that we've seen kind of struggle, you know, putting together some big offensive production. Uh, and then you look at the flip side where Minnesota's offense has kind of cooled off uh, somewhat. But this is definitely seems like it's going to be a game where, you know, the fact that they're coming off of games last night, uh, I think both teams are going to be really amped up and energized to try to, you know, establish a lead early. Uh, I think we're going to actually see some more back and forth action. We've also seen uh, two of the last three meetings uh, between these two teams, or, or sorry, three and three straight meetings. We've seen at least one goal score, but in the last meeting we saw it uh, go over in the first period total. So this is definitely a spot where I think we'll, you know, see some offense here early, and then things will kind of slow down, taper off a little bit late. So I like the first period over. You get it even money. All right, like in the first period, over one and a half plus a hundred here with the uh, Wild and the Golden Knights. It's been a home-dominated series. I mean, Vegas beat Minnesota twice at home, and then Minnesota beat Vegas twice uh, at home. So the home teams held serve uh, in every game between these two teams this season. I think it's more of the same tonight. And you're right, Minnesota struggling uh, a little bit on the highway in recent games. Uh, Jimmy, what's your thoughts here? Wild, Golden Knights. My thoughts are, you know, I'm getting a little worried about these wilds, and I, I don't know what our, our good friend Terry Edelman thinks, but, yeah, I mean, you can't like two in a row to the San Jose Sharks, so I don't know where they are mentally right now. So that is, that's the main reason right now I would go with the Vegas Golden Knights, not so much because of Vegas, but more where Minnesota is mentally right now. So give me the Vegas Golden Knights in regulation. I'm looking at an even or a plus 105. Where you yeah, can get. exactly. Yeah, that's exactly uh, right around the uh, price range you can get. Yeah, plus one hundred, plus one hundred five, uh, Vegas in regulation. And let's let's be honest. Let's call it for what it is. Minnesota's had their ass kicked on the road against good competition. You know they couldn't beat Vegas twice. They get smacked around by Colorado. I know they had the one win against Colorado, but that was earlier in a good spot, bad spot for Colorado. But other than that, you know the road results have to get better uh, for the Minnesota Wild. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if uh, they're able to step up here against this uh, Golden Knights team tonight uh, as they uh, battle in Sin City. All right, great uh, breakdown of the Thursday card. Uh, good to have the whole, whole crew back with us, Jimmy and Alex, uh, along today on this Thursday show. Uh, great stuff. Hope you're enjoying baseball being underway. We're all excited for that. And it's a great segue into reminding you to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. Baseball opening day is here. Uh, we've got uh, NL, NHL and NBA uh, regular season down the stretch. Push for the playoffs is on in both sports. Uh, lots to be excited about right now. There's still the final four to come this weekend uh, in the NCAA tournament. So plenty of sports to uh, get your bet on, if you will. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You'll get a deposit bonus, weekly specials, incentives, 
when you sign up for an account. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for an account, use the promo code uh, THPN. All right, it is best bet time to wrap up this Thursday edition of the show. Alex, we'll start with you. What do you like for best bet on this Thursday card? Yeah, there's a couple of good choices that I was kind of bouncing around from, but I'm going to go with the Washington Capitals uh, and even money. That's going to be my best bet. Uh, like I said, it's a, a good price here and, you know, catching the – you know, Islanders team in kind of a, a, a bit of a flat spot and, you know, giving up some goals as, as of late in the last couple of games. Washington's played them well. Uh, and this is, a, like I said, a great price to catch a team that's won 10 of the last 12 games. So Capitals uh, right, and just regular money line, that's my best bet. All right, Washington plus 105 against the uh, New York Islanders. Best bet for Alex B. Smith. Uh, Jimmy, uh, bring it to us. Best bet. Yeah, guys, you know what? I'm going to keep it close to me here and go with the uh, the Bruins puck line. Jimmy puck line on the Bruins tonight. I don't know why. I just like the way they played the Penguins. They matched up. And remember, Dan Vladar, the rookie goaltender in net, got his first NHL win uh, against the Pittsburgh Penguins earlier this month. Uh, and you never know. He could be in their heads. All right, there we go. We've got uh, Boston puck line minus one and a half for uh, Jimmy in this one, which you can get around plus 190. Uh, with the Bruins on the puck line. Uh, that'll be Jimmy Murphy's uh, best bet uh, in this one. Uh, mine is going to be uh, in this game uh, tonight. I'm going to go with the uh, New York Rangers puck line. I'm going to go a puck line. I don't do this very often. I'm going to go New York Rangers puck line minus one and a half uh, against the uh, Buffalo Sabres. That's around minus 115. Uh, look, Buffalo, they celebrated, honestly, like they won a playoff series last night. They really did. And I think it was a sense of relief. And I think they crash back to earth a little bit. I think they're going to win some games. Like they're not going to lose 18 more in a row. They might not even lose six or seven more in a row, but I think this spot is very tricky for them. The Rangers are playing great hockey. I was on the Rangers the other night. Uh, Shesterkin over uh, Tokarski is a big goaltending edge in favor of the Rangers, in my opinion. Uh, so I'm going to go with the New York Rangers here. Minus one and a half goals on the puck line, minus 115 uh, that'll be my best bet for this Thursday uh, NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for tuning in live on YouTube. A reminder, if you can't join us live on YouTube, seven days a week, Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday, Sunday, noon Eastern, you can download the Ice Guys podcast uh, in audio form on all major podcast uh, platforms. For Alex B. Smith and Jimmy Murphy, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Thursday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on Friday for another edition of The Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Now a show that's going to give you the truth about the biggest epidemic of our times. We're all a little crazy. We're all a little crazy is brought to you by the Same Here Global Mental Health Movement and the Hockey Podcast Network. This is NHL great mental health advocate and member of the Same Here Alliance, Theo Fleury. This is 20-year professional sports executive, mental health advocate, and founder of the hashtag Same Here Global Mental Health Movement, Eric Cusin. This is Darren Ravel, sports business insider, mental health advocate, and founder of the Same Here Influencer Alliance. We're so afraid as a society to rip the Band-Aid off the topic in a real way Anytime you open up about something that's controversial or taboo, the first one through the wall always gets bloodied. And that's why we're doing this. We don't mind being the ones getting bloodied. We put our stories out there well before it was a thing to do for a reason. Because as much as they're extreme examples of how far you can fall, 
They show everyone the challenging life experiences impact everyone, even those of us who have reached the top of our competitive industries. The issue in media today, traditional media and social media, we are so quick to look for simple answers, simple explanations. We want everything wrapped in a bow. But this topic is messy. The nuances need to be explained. Yeah, it needs real, long-form conversation like this. I'm just thrilled that we can be real with people and address the current events happening in this space in real time and set the record straight. More talk happening doesn't mean it's helping the conversation move forward. The words we use matter. We have the greatest mental health awareness in the history of our planet, and yet the mental health trends and outcomes are awful. It means the current messages aren't working. Find me a person who hasn't faced trauma in their lives. Anyone. You can. Things have affected all of us. It's why we all say we are all a little crazy in our own unique ways. This topic isn't for one in five of us with mental illness. It's for five in five whose mental health has been impacted. This isn't an athlete issue. It's not a musician issue. It's a societal one. This is the greatest epidemic of our time. No, it's not about stopping any stigma. It's about us all saying same here. Our openness and the commonality in our struggles, that's what erodes stigma better and faster than any campaign telling people to stop anything ever will. Available on all podcast apps. Do us a favor and download each episode before you listen. And if you're an Apple user, please rate and review the podcast as it helps us get these important conversations out to reach a larger audience.